0: Welcome, welcome, my friend, to the Friday Faith Follow-Up. This is episode 115.5 as we are continuing our look at questions to ask, things to consider, to better understand how a wise woman builds up her home. Okay, and that is Proverbs chapter 14, verse one, at least it's the first half of it. And we talked um, Tuesday in our main episode about four questions that I believe every Christian mom needs to ask herself, needs to have an answer to, um, and those answers need to then flow out into what our days look like, what our schedules and calendars and routines look like. And I mentioned on Tuesday, and I will mention it again, that we have a freebie for you to help you think through these questions, um, dive into the scriptures that we're going to talk about today. And you can grab that freebie over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash journaling. And of course, if you want to go a little bit deeper, I did mention last week, we also have a new devotional diving into this very topic, these same questions, these same scriptures But going a little bit deeper, going a little bit bigger, getting some action planning in there, and that is called Building a Home of Godliness and Joy. So lots of great resources there. It's all over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources. You can go straight to the devotionals. You can go straight to the freebies, all sorts of good stuff there. Um, But definitely, I would encourage you to start with that freebie, to start with some journaling prompts and getting into God's word so that you can... Rest in these questions, wrestle with these questions about what your home life and family life really can and should look like. So, I'm going to mention four scriptures that I have found just in my personal life as well as my counseling work that I have found really helpful in understanding what the family life, the home life, you know, as we build our home, what that should look like, what that should include. From, a biblical, uh, b- from biblical principles and biblical foundations. These are not the only four scripture passages about this. <laughs> I mean, there could be so, so many. But these are four of my favorites that I have found to be really meaningful. So I'm not necessarily going to read them all to you because some of them are slightly longer passages. Uh, but we're just going to take a look right now at these four passages and what can we learn about family life, why it, why it matters, and how to enjoy it. So the first that I would encourage you to take a look at is nice and short. You're probably familiar with it. Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23. And this is the fruit of the spirit. So the fruit of the spirit listed here is love, joy, peace. I'm going to say patience. I'm reading the NIV and it says forbearance, but (laughs) I know it as, as patience. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Now, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a mom, Christian or not, who would say, no, I don't think we really need much love or peace or patience or gentleness in our home. Like, no, I, I, we don't really need that to be successful and to enjoy family life and to get along with each other. For for most of us, thank you to God for his common grace We all know that these things are good. These things make home life enjoyable and manageable, and they help us actually get along with our family and not just tolerate each other. We need this fruit. We need love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and we need self-control. I need self-control. My kids need to learn (laughs) self-control. But we need all of these things. And it's worth reflecting also on the reality that, that yes, our habits and the things we do are going to influence, are we growing in patience or not? Are we growing in gentleness or not? But ultimately, these are fruits of the Holy Spirit. This is fruit that comes from drawing close to God and becoming more and more like Christ. You can try all day long to be patient, but something eventually is going to push that button. You're not going to make it through and the patience is going to wear thin. We need holy strength and interference and spiritual growth to really live out these fruit or this fruit, because it's singular here, this fruit in our family life and our home life. So that's Galatians chapter five. Another scripture that I would encourage you to read through, pray through, study through is first Corinthians chapter 13. And again, this is a pretty popular one. If you've been to a lot of weddings, I'm confident you've heard it read up from the front. Um, but this is a famous chapter about love. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I would encourage you to read through the whole thing, um, maybe even multiple times, because we get something out of it every time we read it. God's word never returns void. Um, but some some of the really famous verses here are right in the middle, starting in verse four. Love is patient, love is kind hey, wait a minute, guess what? That sounds like some fruit of the Spirit. Okay, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Verse six, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Now again, that's not the entire chapter, but we can see very clearly here What would our home life look like? What would our family life feel like if we're loving each other this way? If we are always protecting, always trusting, always hoping, always persevering, this is a chapter worth resting in, sitting in, meditating on, praying through. There will be confession that comes from that. There will be repentance. There will be new ideas, new habits, new things to try because the Lord is speaking. Now, another verse or really a passage that I would encourage you to read through is Ephesians chapter five, verse 21 through chapter six, verse four. And this is, again, a famous one, um, basically outlining wives do this, husbands do this, children do this. Um, Again, we're not going to read through all the details of that, but I know, maybe especially from counseling, I know that these can be really hard commands from the Lord. Wives considering how to submit to their husbands as we submit to the Lord, that's hard stuff. Husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church, that's hard stuff. And I'm sure you've seen this with your kids. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Um, That's hard stuff. (laughs) And even this last one here, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord that's hard stuff. This is a a passage worth wrestling with. We cannot just like throw it out because we maybe have our own baggage about these things or we don't like it. I would really encourage you, though, to start with verse 21. This is chapter 5, verse 21. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. If your family can live that out, you are going to enjoy life together. Doesn't mean it's easy, (laughs) but we serve a God, we love a God who delights to be with us, who delights to help us live out his commands, who delights to give us wisdom. And so pray through this passage. Confess what you need to confess and ask the Lord to give you strength or humility or help, whatever it is you need. Pray for your people, your husband, your kids, pray for yourself. This is a wonderful passage to enhance and ultimately be successful in what your family life and home life looks like. And the final verse that I would encourage you, or I'm sorry, passage that I would encourage you to take some time to think through and pray through is Colossians chapter three, verses 12 through 17. Um, And again, it's a little long. I won't read the whole thing, but it really speaks to clothing ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another, um, and letting the word of Christ, the message of Christ, dwell among you richly. That is the message we want to fill our homes. If everything we are doing is done In the name of the Lord Jesus, this is verse 17, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. If we are doing that, then yeah, we're going to mess stuff up sometimes. (laughs) We're going to yell at our kids or disrespect our husbands or have a really, really messed up schedule or priorities for the day or put way too many things on our calendar. Like we're not going to do it perfectly. But if we're doing it in the name of the Lord Jesus, and we are striving to treat each other as he wants us to, we are doing the the wise thing, (laughs) we are doing the right thing, and we are building up our home over the long term. And so I would really encourage you to grab that free resource over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash questions, and take some time to journal through the questions we talked about Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, dive deep and journal through these four scripture passages. That was Galatians 5:22 to 23, 1 Corinthians 13, Ephesians 5: 21 through 64, and Colossians 3 12 through 17. You will get a lot of fruit, a lot of benefit from these questions and these scripture passages. And so I hope this is helpful for you. Um, let me close this out today, my friends, with a word of prayer. Holy Father, I thank you for our families, and I pray that you will speak, that you will give us answers, wise answers, good answers, and that we won't only have answers, Lord, but that we will be equipped by your spirit to live in the way that you want us to, to live out those answers, to love our people well, (laughs) to love our husbands and love our kids, to submit to them to show compassion and kindness to them, to love with patience and kindness and (laughs) lack of anger. Lord, I pray that your fruit will grow in our personal lives, in our, our individual hearts as we come before you. And I pray that your fruit will grow in our homes, that our children will humble themselves before you and obey us, and that our marriages will reflect your glory to the world around us, but also to our kids, and that we will enjoy it. Lord, I ask for the joy that only you can give to fill our homes, to fill our hearts, and to be the strength and the foundation that we can stand upon day after day when family life just is not going as well as we want it to. We lay all this before you, and we trust in your goodness, and I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, friends, that is all we have for today, Um, but we are going to continue our look at how a wise woman builds up her home. We're going to go really deep and practical into a lot of elements over the next few weeks. And so make sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend who you know could use some encouragement or maybe who could be a little accountability partner for you. (laughs) Um, Lots of good stuff. Circle back with us. And until next week, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.